0: I didn't say that.
1: Okay, maybe, okay, just, just, just tell the story then, tell the story, because, like, we're already having the conversations. Hello, and welcome to 2 Guys, episode one podcast about ballet hosted by adam and keelan my name's keelan
0: my name's adam
1: thanks for being here um how's it going man
0: yeah pretty good had a hard day just like episode zero real hard day (laughs) three classes i got my dime bar from the last episode
1: (laughs) oh eating another dime bar well we need to see if we can get a sponsorship going
0: oh my god i would love it you've got like a whole day ahead of you now as well Yeah. I'm like at the end of my day, I'm exhausted. And then I have to, and then I do the podcast. Oh my God. So tired. I and mean, You're like chipper in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> just woken right. up like half an hour ago or something.
1: I woke up at nine thirty. I don't know how it's one o'clock now. I don't know what I was doing.
0: Oh, three hours then.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, this episode is about.
1: Just what performance fails. Yeah. Right. Yeah. One of the most fun conversations we can have. I read. Uh, I read a couple days ago. So I'm going to paraphrase, but it's the things that make us cry will later make us laugh, and the things that make us laugh will later make us cry. Right. So you think when you're on stage and you fail and you, you it's really, it's really tough when you fail on stage. Mm-hmm. But give that a year, give that three years, it's the funniest thing you've ever done. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we can, uh, maybe we can go in at least at least one, maybe a couple of those. Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell I'll tell a story of. I think this is probably the biggest, most obvious mess up I've ever done. And not because it was like technically bad, but just the whole context of it was so hilariously stupid. And I'll see if I can tell it and do it justice. So I was in Canada's ballet organ. I was in my third season and we were doing Romeo and Juliet on tour. And I was cast as Tybalt and I ended up doing Tybalt in every performance. We did 30 shows, roughly. I did Tybalt in every single show. And Tybalt wasn't the meatiest role, not much dancing, mostly just uh, character, mostly acting. And so I'd be- Tybalt's
0: the evil guy in Remy and Juliet. Yes, for those who
1: don't know, yes, yes. It's the, well, I mean, as somebody who's portrayed Tybalt, I wouldn't say evil. He's got some (laughs) real stuff going on there. But yes, he is often seen as the villain. So I'd be backstage, because I didn't dance much, I'd be backstage working out, doing exercises, staying strong, staying fit. Mm-hmm. And there was a performance on tour where I almost missed my entrance. Uh, there's there's a music, a, a phrase that repeats throughout the, the ballet. And mm-hmm. and I almost missed it in one show. I, I was fine, but I kind of got there last second. And, mm-hmm. and the entrance was, it's when Juliet is deciding to take, deciding whether or not, uh, whether or not she wants to take the, the vial of this potion
0: mm-hmm. and she
1: has these visions. She has a vision of Romeo, a vision of Tybalt who has just died. So Tybalt is, you know, five minutes prior been, been slain. So Tybalt comes on as an apparition, Romeo does, and her mother comes and, and they're all visions. And so you enter through the back and you stand in a spotlight for a moment. She looks at you, she thinks about you, and then you leave. And so in one show, I almost missed that entrance. And so I go, okay, the next show, I'm working out backstage. I hear that music. I say, not today. I'm not going to miss that today. Yeah. And so I run I run backstage and I go back to the, the curtain in the very back where we slip on and make our entrance. But I notice, oh, interesting. Romeo's not here and Lady Capulet's not here. I'm the only one. But I go, you know what? They're going to miss it. I'm not gonna miss my entrance today, not gonna happen. (laughs) And so I'm waiting, I'm waiting. The music comes, the music happens to go on. I open the curtain and as I come on from like the big black curtain, there's there's a set piece there that has these kind of like half curtains that set the tone for her bedroom and it's in the wrong position. And I go, oh, wow, okay. Heather, another one of my colleagues, she messed up. She didn't put the, the set piece in the right place. She made a mistake. I'm not going to make a mistake. I'm not going to miss my entrance. So I'm I'm, I'm ignoring all these warning signs. I walk on. I go to my spot. I walk forward. I go, there's no no spotlight. That's weird. And then I look. And then I notice, actually, what's happening on stage. It's entirely the wrong scene. Juliet is with the friar having a conversation. Very, very intense, passionate kind of, what are they going to do? And he's deciding whether or not to give her the vial of potion. And I realize, oh, I'm on stage in the wrong scene right now. There's no context for this. What the audience is looking at is just Tibble going for a walk on stage five minutes after he was killed. Oh, <laughs> and so I, oh I realize what's God. going on. Fortunately, I'm at the very back of the stage, and it's very black, like it's very dark, right? <laughs> and so I just make a beeline off stage, and. The only person in the wings is a colleague of mine who was doing Mercutio at that point. And I just look at him and I whisper, you didn't see anything. And he, I think to his credit, he was like, what? Like he wasn't paying attention. He was like, what's going on? Oh yeah. And it was fine. And I just went off somewhere like alone and like calmed down from like <laughs> the worst thing you could possibly do. Cause it's not even like the wrong character enters a scene. My guy just died.
0: Why did you go on stage if your guy died? <laughs>
1: because because it's the apparition like that's that's what is choreographed but oh, five minutes god. later she has a vision of him and so oh. you know thematically it fits in then um but it was uh just because <laughs> of how tybalt was dead it was the worst thing i've ever done on stage
0: oh that's so good <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah what, what you said that made me laugh is when you said that and i'm there on stage, like bewildered in the wrong scene five minutes after I died. <laughs> because I was thinking that you, there was no reason for you at all to be on stage. So it was even funnier. <laughs> right, right. Also, you're really good at telling stories. Really, really good. thanks <laughs> that. But I mean, have you always been good or is that like, you know, 30 or something?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I am good, so. Um...
0: Really good. That was really good. <laughs> I was a big fan of that. <laughs> Even if I didn't know you, I would like that story. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, this next one isn't a slip, but I—I I think it was one. I think mean, maybe the second time I did Prince with the sunnier National Ballet. I don't know. About three years ago, was in two thousand seventeen. This um, is it Nutcracker Prince. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nutcracker Prince. Second show ever, I think, of Nutcracker Prince. Maybe. Yeah, probably second show. Yeah, so I had to wear two, I didn't know that it was two dance belts at the time, but I had to wear something to make everything less visible. So I got told by costume that I had to wear two layers of tights. And so I was doing my manage, and then one, one pair of tights went around my foot with the ballet shoe still on it. <gasps> my ballet shoe was like on the top of my foot. <laughs> I was doing my manage. I kept going on like a soldier. Man. <laughs> if anyone looked at my foot pointing, they would have been super confused. <laughs> wow. They would have been like, now I see the soul. That's some good turnout.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, really. Yeah, your teachers all would be like, so proud of you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> fucking hell. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't fall over, actually. I just It was just very slippy. Because I would put my foot down. And then I would have like an extra inch to go because the, there was, so we got the ballet shoe and we got second layer of tights, then first layer of tights, and then my foot. Okay. So when I put my foot down, the ballet shoe would slide with the second layer of the tights and the first layer would kind of be stuck to my foot. So then anytime I would put my foot on the ground, it would just be, I don't know, like uh, Zero traction, complete, yeah. complete opposite as if I had death foot on the ground. So, yeah, the whole manage, I was just slipping around. And then on top of that, on top of the awful um, layers I had, the the stage was actually filled with snow. So yeah. we had the snow from, I guess, yeah, I guess stage crew. I don't think the girls put snow on the stage, but whoever put snow on the stage in snow scene, yeah. that was then another layer that was already slippy. So we had stage, snow, ballet shoe, tights, tights, and then finally my foot. Imagine hey. trying to dance on that. <laughs>
1: but then the shoe flipped under the top of your foot.
0: Yeah, so the shoe flipped all the way around to the top of my foot. So when I pointed my foot, it looked like my ankle was broken and twisted to the other side. Wow.
1: Do you have a video of that?
0: No. <laughs> um, uh, oh, I, I no. I think Probably maybe Abby not. does. Maybe Abby will.
1: Yeah. I would. I want to see that, but that's wild. That's wild. And not only for 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 those who don't, who aren't super familiar with how snow scene usually works, it's very common that companies have, not it's not real, but it's physical snow. It's often paper. It's some type of mulch or something, and mm-hmm. it, and it, it falls down to simulate mm-hmm. snow. But it's no it's no joke. It's not a light sprinkling. It's mm-hmm. like pounds of it. It's so much, and. And you just have to dance with it. And in the version we're talking about, the dancing is not easy. That snow scene is not simple.
0: So uh, <laughs> it, it was. Can you remember? Can you remember that manage where at the end you do a double soda bask yeah. and then you step up to fifth? Yeah. Yeah, my double soda bask. Okay, I put my foot down. The whole foot slipped. The whole thing. <laughs> just there was no there was no height on that double soda bask. But even even though I had no prep, no height, I still did the soda bask. <laughs> It was just like literally a millimetre off the ground. Right. Just like the quickest head spot, like get, get it over with. Yeah, exactly. It was basically a lame duck.
1: Yeah, it was a lame I, duck with a bit of a hop.
0: Yeah, pretty sure I sold it though, <laughs> because no one seems to realise.
1: And yeah, with that step, people can't really see you anyways. Also with that step, with that Soda Boss, you've got like the ramp right there. So you've, you've got about a four foot window in between the girls running and jetting and mm-hmm. the, the ramp plus all the snow respect I wish at that time you had come to me and said like what do I do here because the two tights is is wild uh, (laughs) why not three tights stay warm (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: that's a great nutcracker story I wish uh, I wish I was aware of that I don't know what I was doing at the time probably I was out of the building but that is remarkable if i say if i saw you come off stage or like if if i was watching from the wings and the curtain came down and your shoe was on top of your foot my mouth my jaw would be on the floor and i would be simultaneously applauding for you so hard (laughs) while also saying what are you thinking like i would be so amazed and shocked at the same time
0: um yeah i think we can come back the the stories of
1: the stories of us I'm putting this in air quotes failing the the stories <laughs> of failure are in my experience maybe even the most maybe it's even the most fun topic of discussion for dancers mm-hmm. to to go through probably performers of any kind is like I said once we're far enough away from it then it doesn't make us sad anymore <laughs> it's the yeah. most fun subject because we all have them too. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have moments of falling flat on our face or not knowing the choreography or whatever it might be having mm-hmm. a shoe on top of your foot so we can we can cycle back with uh, with more of these mm-hmm. in, in the future um, maybe even even you know have a couple drinks one day and and, and really let loose and, and that would and, be great yeah
0: fair, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll get it we'll get confident like that
1: yeah um but okay so I guess we'll wrap it up today for episode one. Yep. Thanks for being here, Adam. Good to see you.
0: Thank you for being here. Thank you. Really enjoyed this. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'll Thank see you, you, everybody.
1: Thank you everybody for listening.
0: We can cut that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, so again, What were you gonna say?
0: Um no, I just said bye. <laughs> and then bye. I said, and thank you, everyone.
1: <laughs> okay, everyone. Uh, Adam, what are you eating at this very moment?
0: Just this, is gummy, this is a gummy bear this time. Gummy bear. Is it from Vapiano? Or, orange gummy bear. No, not from Vapiano. From a, a place called Fapa. It's I I don't know, Lebanese restaurant or something. It's in Finland. Finnish. Nice. Really good.
1: Lebanese gummy bears. Fantastic. Yeah. So cultured.
0: I know, right? Okay. I you here like three days a week. So good. Nice, man.
1: <laughs> All right. Well,
0: thanks everybody for being here. And uh, Adam, See you later. Thank you. See you. Bye. Bye.